Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast for the Can I Own Podcast. Um, today, my name again is Art Veal, and I'll be your host. And today I will be discussing, does it actually make sense for you to rent a property versus buying a property? Um, in the news, especially since the market crash of the early 2000s, this has been an ongoing discussion uh, about whether it makes sense to rent a property or does it make more sense to buy a property. So I'm going to discuss both sides a little bit and then give you my uh, thoughts on which one makes more sense. Um, I feel I have a special connection to this because I've been a real estate investor helping families buy homes for the last 20 years. Uh, and I've helped a lot of families that, you know, could not buy homes, um, purchase a home and get qualified for financing and not just get qualified for financing, but get qualified for good financing, which is a very important distinction because that's what actually caused the market meltdown uh, years ago was there were so many bad loans being given out just to anybody that was basically breathing. And when those bad loans came due, that's what caused the market to overall crash. But enough about that. Um, so I'm going to get into the into today's topic. Um, if you have any questions or comments or, you know, you want to add your two cents or you want me to, um, you know, go into more detail on any part that I'm about to discuss, then by all means, please leave your comments or questions below. Uh, I'm pretty active on following up with comments, so I'll be happy to answer your questions or at least give you my opinion, uh, especially if it's your specific situation. I'll, I'll be happy to discuss. So when it comes to um, renting versus buying, uh, there's just a couple of distinctions that make a difference. So as far as people that believe that you should rent and not buy, there's a couple of things or a couple of reasons that typically they give as as to why you should not uh, buy a home. The first is that uh, the first reason is liquidity. Um, if you cannot, if you buy a home and the market has a problem or the neighborhood turns bad or maybe just the house, there's something that you didn't expect with the house, then you have a problem sometimes getting rid of the house or even worse, you, you can get rid of the house but you have to take such a loss on the property that um, it would have been you would have been better off renting. So that's one of the biggest uh, arguments that people make of why it makes more sense to rent um, a home versus buying a home. If you can't get rid of the house when you need to get rid of it, then you're stuck with this property. You're stuck with this debt in most cases. And that can be kind of a headache. Um, Another big argument for renting versus buying is what are your long-term plans? If you're, I'll give you an example. If you're a transfer that got a job and transferred to a new city and you expect to be there for a while, but then it doesn't work out that way and maybe you're only there for a couple of months or maybe a year or two and you need to get rid of a house, then again, you're stuck because you might not be able to get rid of it especially if you bought something that was new or at market value, and let's say the market value hasn't gone up enough, then you might actually have to pay money to get out of the property, um, and that can be a headache. So if you 
don't know exactly how long term your plans are, if you're planning on staying in a house, then that could be something that would kind of uh, persuade you to rent uh, versus buying. Um, another uh, big point of why it makes more sense to rent versus buying is after seeing the market meltdown uh, in the early 2000s, a lot of people are just kind of scared. That's just to be honest with you. A lot of people are scared that they don't want to get caught. Some people are coming out of those foreclosures or coming out of those properties, and they don't want to get caught in that same kind of scenario. Um, and at the same time, they feel that if they rent, then, you know, there's no, you can't, you can only get so, you can't get really messed up financially from renting versus owning. So, uh, that's a big factor, fear, fear of getting caught in or seeing people that you might might know or family members that had to take a hit, a financial hit because they couldn't get out of their property or their property lost a lot of value uh, back when the market uh, crashed. So these are all very legitimate and real concerns um, of why it makes more sense to rent. Um, the biggest or the final, I would say, concern that people have is the cost. Um, buying a house in most cases is not cheap. You've got to come up with a down payment. You've got to come up with, um, the, the, the reserve money. A lot of times these banks want you to have money in reserve that you just need to hold in savings. You've got to pay insurance on the property. You've got to pay for the utilities and everything with the property. You've got to pay for the upkeep and the maintenance on the property. And you've got to pay for, um, any improvements that you make on the property and these things cost money and they're real money um, and there's nothing worse than uh, shelling out all this money and then having an asset that you can't get rid of and so that's a big fear and concern for people um, so like I said before I get all of these concerns but um, let me also point to the side of why it makes sense to buy versus, versus renting so on the buying side one of the biggest benefits that you get with buying a property is appreciation. Now, when the market crashed, appreciation is just the increase in value that the house goes up while you're owning the house. So if you bought the house for $100,000 and then five years from now you go to sell the house and the house sells for $140,000, you have appreciated or you've made $40,000. And you've actually not only made $40,000, but you got back some of the money that you invested because let's say over those five years, you paid down the mortgage to $97,000 or $96,000. Now you've paid down, uh, you've got, you know, 4,000 extra plus the 40,000 in appreciation. And so that's a real, uh, real, you know, profit. That's money that you can take to the bank and use it to buy your next house and put down on your next house. Or you can use it to, you know, improve your lifestyle or whatever you need to do. So that's one big benefit. Now, when the market crashed, um, and I keep going back to this market crash because so many people, this market crash is what brought about the whole conversation of whether you should rent or own. So I keep addressing it. But when the market crashed, a lot of people lost appreciation or on paper, they lost appreciation. And I'll explain what that means. Um, the people, let me be clear, the only people that lost money in the market were people that either got a bad mortgage and they could not afford the mortgage anymore or they had to sell. 
if you just wanted to sell, you took a loss on your property because you basically wanted to sell. You didn't have to sell at that time. And because you wanted to sell, you sold the house and you had to take a loss because the value wasn't there. But if you lived in your house, let's say you bought your house in um, the 90s, 1999, and you paid $100,000 for it. And the market crashed in 2004, 2005, that kind of thing. And your house was only worth $70,000. But you didn't sell. You continued to make your mortgage payment. You continued to live in your house. And now the market has recovered somewhat. And you're able to sell your house for $120,000. Now, you probably don't have as much appreciation as you expected to have. But because of the fact that you continue to make your mortgage payments and live in your house, because of the fact that you... Um, didn't sell your house or weren't forced to sell your house and you didn't have uh, a bad loan that uh, that the payment adjusted to some kind of unrealistic payment, then you did not lose money in the market crash, even though you owned a property and even though you um, made your payments and everything like anybody else. You only lost money in the market crash if you had to sell or you got a bad loan that forced you to leave the property. So that's one of the big benefits is that appreciation is very real and appreciation happens most of the time. The last market crash was kind of like a um, hiccup in the economy. But overall, throughout history, houses typically appreciate and a house that you buy in 1970 is worth more today than it was in 1970. So appreciation is a big benefit. The other um, benefit of buying a house versus renting is the cost to move versus repairs. I hear people all the time say to me, well, I don't want to buy a house because then I'll be responsible for the repairs. Let's look at that for a second. So if a house is in need of repair and you're renting, you can tell your landlord and your landlord can say, okay, I'll fix it. Or they might not fix it or they might fix it in a way that doesn't really fix the problem, but kind of puts a bandaid over it. But if they do that, then you are still living in the house and that's if they fix the repair. If they don't fix the repair, then your option is to move out of that house to another place. If you weigh the cost of moving several times, because let's say you stay in a house that you buy for an average of 10 years. If you add up the cost of moving over those 10 years, let's say two or three times versus repairing something and then getting the appreciation, a lot of times the rental and moving cost more than the repairs and the appreciation you get of the house. So you have to, when you're comparing uh, whether to buy a house or rent a house, you have to look at the real cost as far as what it costs you to move every time you need to move when a repair is not made versus when you're, uh, versus whatever repairs need to be made on the house. Now, the other uh, one of the benefits now, it's not a tangible benefit. It's not a uh, real profit or a financial benefit, but it is something that a lot of people look at is when you're renting, there's an inability to customize. So let's say I have a house and I really want green walls. I just love green walls. I've had them ever since I was a kid. I love green walls and I want green walls. Well, you might not be able to paint the walls green in your rental property, but in a house that you own, you can paint the whole thing green if you want. That doesn't mean you might not have to paint it a different color when it's time to sell, um, but you might not have to. You might be able to just paint it and keep it the way you like it. Now, I know there are some rentals where you can paint the walls and things like that, but a lot of times the landlord has to sign off on it and agree to it. And so if you like to be able to customize your place, not to mention if you want to 
I've seen people knock walls into, you know, knock a hole in the wall to have an open, um, open, like an open breeze through uh, from a kitchen to a family room or something like that. You can't do anything like that with a with a rental, but you can definitely do something like that with something you own. So that ability to customize is a very real factor in whether or not it makes sense to rent or buy. Um, another benefit is the time value of money. Now, I'm a finance guy, so I always talk about uh, financial terms, but I try to break it down in a way that everybody else understands it. Um, because I can't stand when I talk to someone who has a, who's a specialist in a certain field and they say some term and I don't understand what they're talking about and they just talk to me like I do. So the time value of money basically means that if you take every month you make rent payments or mortgage payments if you own a house, if you take the value of those rent payments, a landlord can go up on those rent payments at any given time. If their expenses increase, if they just want more profit, if they... Some landlords make it a point to go up every month, I mean every year, regardless of if their expenses have increased, and you're subject to those increases. And at the same time, your mortgage tends to decrease over time. So the payment might stay the same, but the actual interest you're paying over time decreases. So it's a, definitely a benefit to you to um, pay money into a mortgage and decrease the total amount you owe in the house versus renting and you're paying just profit to your landlord and there's no real benefit to you. So I think that's a re very real factor. Um, again, I discussed the market crash thing and being afraid of the market crash, but I think if you have, if your plan is to stay in a house for a long term and you plan to be in that area for a long term and make no you know, you don't expect to move, then I think buying a lot of times does make more sense and it will benefit you in the long run because um, I don't know if, if many of you know this, but the greatest transfer of wealth in a person's average life is real estate. So when generational wealth is passed from one member to another, when someone dies, usually the biggest transfer of wealth is real estate. When a grandmother passes and leaves her property to her children or grandchildren, when a, a parent or sibling passes and leaves property to their children, that's the greatest transfer of wealth. Next in line from that is insurance. Um, so it benefits you to have property, and and uh, because property is an investment if you treat it the right way. Um, and finally, you never want to worry about the risk of losing a property because you need to focus on getting a good mortgage to begin with. I think that a lot of people, like I said earlier, are scared of buying because they saw what happened in the market when the market crashed. But if you educate yourself and learn about what a good mortgage is and what it takes to have a good mortgage, I think you'll have a lot of success and you'll be happy with your purchase. Now, I realize many of you that are listening to this might not feel that you're in a position to buy a house, but um, I think that there are a lot of tools at your disposal um, some of the things we offer at Can I Own and some of the other places online that you can find information about what it takes to, to buy a house. Um, I think if you put the effort in, you can definitely do it. I've helped families, like I said, for years that thought that they were nowhere near buying a home and with some proper guidance and some uh, tools to help them have made the transition to homeowner and they've been extremely excited. So I, I do believe that's something that you should focus on. So again, that's that's my take on does it make sense to rent or buy? If you're staying long term, then I think it always makes sense to buy. 
Um, if you're going to pay someone anyway, you might as well pay yourself and get the, the appreciation because whether you realize it or not, that landlord is getting the appreciation on that rental you're renting. So if they stay in, if you stay in a building for seven years or eight years and make your payments every month, that landlord is getting the appreciation of paying down the mortgage and that building going up in value. You might as well do that for yourself. I think that's one of the greatest tools of wealth that we have in this country is to build, um, is to build wealth through investment in real estate. So I'd love to get your take on it. If you disagree or if you have a reason of why you think a uh, rental makes more sense than, than buying a house, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, leave a comment below or a question. I'm very active. Like I said, I'll, uh, answer and respond pretty quickly. Um, I look forward to talking with you next time. This has been it for the can I own podcast. Uh, this is our second episode, so we're very excited to get this thing going. So look to hear from you, and uh, have a great day. Thank you. This is Art Field signing off.